the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here we go again. Yep, the stupidity is showing uh, up again. It's starting to show up anyway. And now the question is, what will things look like a month from now? Uh, uh, Unfortunately, they may look a lot like last September because of this week's award winner. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Have you had enough of Randy with an I, Weingarten? She's the president of the American Federation of Teachers. She's done a really good job of making kids and parents miserable by keeping the schools closed and, of course, keeping the kids at home. And now that mask stupidity is starting to show up again, I actually saw a guy walking out of the building that I'm in right now uh, a little while ago with a mask on. And he was walking out the door, heading outside to his car, and he was still wearing his mask walking through the parking lot. Uh, anyway, uh, now that that mask stupidity is starting to show up again, thanks to the uh, the big guy asking everybody to mask up. And since Randy, uh, with an eye, likes to see her teachers not teaching, remember last uh, spring when they showed up on beaches after saying they were terrified to come out of the house and uh, get back into the classroom? Well, open schools is nowhere near a slam dunk right now. What is this, uh, July 30th? Sunday's August 1st. The kids are back in school in three weeks. Nowhere close to a slam dunk. And in some places, she's managed to negotiate a $2,000 bonus for teachers willing to face the danger of standing in front of kids who are in no danger and who put nobody in danger. But you got to give them $2,000 extra to show up for work. Just the other night, she was asked about the latest hysteria over the Delta variant. The call for more masks and what's going to happen next month when schools are supposed to open. Has really thrown this curveball that says that, well, vaccination is the number one gold standard um, that we need to, you know, bring back our masks for schools. So the bottom line is we're going to keep kids safe. We're going to keep our members safe. And we're going to try to open up schools and we're going to try to move through this political battlefield. Yeah, right. Uh, Safe again. There's that word. And I asked Sarah Wecht about it yesterday, keeping them safe, keeping kids safe from what? They don't get sick. Anyway, that sounds uh, a lot like uh, we're going to open, the, not going to open the schools and put everybody in danger. And that sounds a lot like someone who just won this week's Windows or Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And we will have more on the stupidity that's rearing its ugly head when we come back. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. 
Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. This summer, we all want to reconnect with friends and family. And the team at Legacy Box can help you make the most of your time together by enabling you to revisit classic memories while creating new ones. Legacy Box is an affordable way to have footage of family milestones trapped on home movies and photos safely stored on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. The process is remarkably simple. Just follow the guide from Legacy Box's all-inclusive kit and their experienced team will create digital copies of your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Soon you'll have everything saved on the format of your choice, along with your originals. Imagine highlights from the past digitally preserved and always ready to share. Even better, Legacy Box is offering 40% off this week. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX to take advantage of this limited-time offer and ensure your past is always within reach. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX to save 40%. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And LeVette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I was at a dead end. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I've been hearing Dynavite on the radio for years. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dynavite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. Dynavite is nutrition. I wish that we would have started the Dynavite right away. It would have been so much easier. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, we had uh, Dr. Cyril Wecht on the uh, show here yesterday. He made it clear that he still thinks masks for kids in school are stupid. He said that a year and, well, 15 months ago when it started. Uh, and he says it's harmful. And he said the kids need to be going to school in person and not on Zoom, not doing it at home. But as you heard our Windows or Us jerk of the week say a few minutes ago, Randy Weingarten, she's still not sure going back to school is a good idea. That should scare every parent out there. Uh, it should scare every kid, too, I mean, every kid old enough to know what's going on. Um, how'd you like to be a, you know, like a, I don't know, a sixth or seventh or eighth grader, a kid who's still young, but still, but is old enough to watch the news and check things out on his computer and his phone and, and see this stuff and, and get, and back to wondering two things. Well, first of all, he doesn't have to wonder about having masks in school. That's going to be that they're going to be wearing masks when they go back, but they have to be starting to wonder whether they're even going to be back in school again. High school football is supposed to start four weeks from tonight. And uh, I'm planning on going to see my grandson play, which I couldn't do very much last year. I think I saw two games 
uh, and um, they had limited crowds. And I don't know what's going to happen this year, but that, that's, that's, uh, that's what the kids are looking at right now. So uh, there's a good chance that much of the hysteria is unwarranted and dumb, by the way. There's a guy named uh, Joel Zinberg. He's a clinical professor of surgery at uh, Mount Sinai School of Medicine. Uh, and he thinks everybody needs to calm down. There's a piece that uh, he's involved in at the City Journal. And he says... Uh, that the uh, the agency, the CDC, never quantifies either the risks of breakthrough infections, that's people who get infections after being vaccinated, and secondary transmission or the benefits of masking. Uh, he says Delta poses little risk to be, this is Delta's the variant, of course, Delta poses little risk to be to the vaccinated. The uh, vaccines protect against infection and are highly effective in preventing serious COVID-19 illness and death with all variants, including Delta. Should point out, too, that uh, Dr. Weck yesterday did say here on this very radio program that uh, he thinks getting a vaccine is a good idea. But uh, that's Dr. Weck, and he, but he also thinks the whole masks and shutdowns and everything is just unbelievably stupid. So, so what has changed here? Well, the, the CDC's assessment, according to this doctor, uh, Joel Zinberg, the CDC's assessment of the risk that breakthrough cases might pose to others, that's what's changed. He says, uh, the CDC now is citing a non-peer-reviewed preprint study along with unpublished data that claims that breakthrough Delta infections are more transmissible than breakthrough infections from other variants. Um, the study examined breakthrough infections in 100 Indian healthcare workers vaccinated with an Indian version of the AstraZeneca vaccine that's not used in the U.S. He said infections with the Delta variant showed higher respiratory viral loads compared with non-Delta infections, leading to increased transmission between healthcare workers. But the CDC also cited another uh, preprint study showing that Delta variant infections make up a higher percentage of breakthrough cases than other variants in Houston. But the study also showed that breakthrough cases were only 6.5% of all cases and were far less likely to require hospitalization. So 6% breakthrough. Now, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, when they, these um, vaccines were first uh, issued or made available, uh, 95% was a pretty good number. It says here six, uh, only 6.5% of all cases were likely to require hospitalization. And, and, you know, again, they're talking about cases, and nobody should care about cases. It's about hospitalizations and deaths. Uh, according to Dr. Ginsburg here, he says uh, the uh, CDC, uh, Zinberg, I should say, the CDC acknowledges that even with Delta, only a small percentage of fully vaccinated people will be infected. For vaccinated, for a vaccinated person to become infected, here's what that has to happen. They have to encounter an infected person who is actively shedding the virus. So, first of all, you have to uh, you have to come across somebody who is walking around with the disease and shedding it. Uh, a large percentage of the population is immune and unlikely to be infected or shedding. Half the U.S. population is vaccinated, and at least another 20% to 25% more have natural immunity after recovering from COVID-19. And you know what? It's Friday, and it's July 30th, and tomorrow is July 31st, and Sunday is August 1st, and I can't believe I'm still talking about this. I, I can't. But there, it's, there's something in the news every day, more stupidity every day, and it affects everybody. So anyway, he says, even if they are infected, relatively prolonged close contact is needed to create a transmission risk. Finally, the vaccines appear to be about 90% effective in limiting transmission. So I guess what I'm getting out of this, and I'm not a doctor, is that uh, that you have to be um, the a large percentage of the population is immune and unlikely to be infected or shedding. But for a vaccinated person to become infected, they have to encounter an infected person who is actively shedding the virus. Whatever that means, shedding the virus, I don't know what exactly constitutes shedding it, but I guess it means you have symptoms. Uh, so if you come across, if you've been vaccinated and you come across somebody uh, who's infected and also shedding it 
uh, showing symptoms, maybe sneezing on you, coughing on you, uh, you might have a chance of being infected if you've had the vaccine. But it's, but he also says if they are infected, now this, if you do come across somebody who's infected, it's relatively prolonged close contact is needed to create a transmission risk. And the vaccine appears to be about 90% effective in, um, in uh, limiting transmission. So what are the chances of, an, of a vaccinated person, first of all, becoming uh, a victim of a breakthrough transmission? I just read it to you. You have to be around them for a long time, and they basically have to sneeze in your face, okay, or cough on you. Uh, and then, uh, according to uh, Dr. Zinberg, nearly half of breakthrough infections are in immune-compromised compri- uh, people. These people should be advised to take precautions like avoiding crowded indoor settings and wearing masks. In addition, uh, serious um, breakthrough cases are concentrated in the elderly. There you go again. It's the old people, fat old people. 75% of hospitalized or fatal breakthrough cases were age 65 or older. They should also be cautious. And then here's a, here's a key paragraph. Until public health officials release studies proving that fully vaccinated people are transmitting Delta, it's hard not to conclude that they are either practicing the precautionary principle, mandating preventive action to limit any possible harmful effects, or are trying to give the appearance of acting to combat the latest surge in cases. Neither approach is warranted. Both will only further erode public confidence in vaccines. Did you get that? They're out there screaming at people to get vaccines, and they keep doing things that make any normal person look at it and say, well, what am I getting a vaccine for? You're telling me I still have to wear a mask, and you're telling me I still might get sick, and you're telling me that I might make other people sick even though I've been vac- vaccinated. In an APNORC poll, I don't know who that organization is, published last week, 30% of Americans said that they were not confident that vaccines are effective against new variants. Only 28% are very confident the vaccines work. So that, I'm doing the math here, well, that's, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a 28-72% uh, divide, but... Only 28% are very confident the vaccines work. Among the unvaccinated, the group that the CD must convince to get the shots, 64% lack confidence in the vaccines. So the people who are not getting vaccinated are doing it because they think they don't work. And they think they don't work because they turn the news on or they look on their uh, online and they see that uh, they're being warned, well, you know, I know you got a, I got the vaccine, but, you know, you better wear a mask because you still might get sick or you still might make somebody else sick. So why would they have confidence in it? 64% lack confidence in the vaccines. And this new mask guidance, according to Dr. Zinberg, will undoubtedly make matters worse. After a year and a half of sacrifice, the American public deserves information and evidence-based policy that encourages rather than discourages vaccinations but what they're getting is information that makes people think why do i want to go get a vaccine that you know you still hear that there are um uh dangerous side effects uh, dr weck talked about that yesterday and he made a good point i think he said every vaccine has had some kind of uh, side effect and and most drugs have side effects i, I always uh, kind of laugh a little bit when i see um, some of the ads for drugs that that you see on television, and at the end they'll do the disclaimer and they'll say uh, some uh, people may experience their face falling off or going blind or uh, uh, becoming uh, totally <laughs> unable to walk or <laughs> or uh, speak. If you take this drug, well, obviously they have to say that as a disclaimer because they don't want to get sued by people who said they weren't warned. So even though the drugs you see on, uh, and these are FDA approved drugs, which, by the way, the vaccine is not. But uh, you see uh, drugs advertised on TV and they tell you right there, hey, uh, this could this and seriously. Uh, they say things like uh, you uh, make sure that you stop taking the medication or talk to your doctor if you have suicidal thoughts. I mean, uh, how many drugs do you want to take that make you want to kill yourself? 
Um, but they're out there, I guess. And anyway, so the vaccine having bad side effects doesn't necessarily make the vaccine not worth taking. Not that in itself. You make your own decision on whether you want to take it. But um, according to Dr. Wecht, you shouldn't be all that worried about what they say are the side effects. Now, what I did, I meant to talk to Dr. Wecht about it yesterday and we ran out of time. I did want to ask him and I didn't get his comment on this because this is something that I wonder about is that is that. There's no way that anybody can confidently tell you what the long-term effects are because people have only been taking this thing for eight months. So, you know, where are the people going to be who have taken this, who have, who have had the shot, any one of the three, and um, and start experiencing long-term uh, effects of it? We don't know what they're going to be. And so some people just aren't going to take it. So that's where we are. Uh, and, and again, Randy Weingarten is out there she's she's making it pretty clear that they're holding uh, that ace in the hole that they that that they may just say you know what we're not going to back to school and it's not going to be Joe Biden who decides whether or not your kids or grandkids go back to school it's not even going to be uh the local authorities who are going to decide or the state it's going to be Randy Weingarten, or whoever the head of the uh, uh, the other the National Education of uh, whatever it is NEA um, National Educators Association, whatever it stands for. I don't know the teachers union. They they are going to be the ones who d- uh, decide whether or not your kids go back to school, whether or not they feel safe. And as I said a minute ago, you remember those pictures of the of the teachers who were terrified to go back to school. And saying that they're heroes for showing up, uh, and they and then they went against the advice of everybody and traveled to a beach, and they were seen on beaches drinking wine as they were continued to say that their uh, their kids shouldn't go back to school. So then there's this, then there's this today, starting today. Here you go. Now this is today's Friday. Lots of people who were probably feeling pretty good about. The stupidity uh, going away with the masks and the social distancing and all that stuff, and they felt pretty good about getting back to traveling and and just becoming normal again, especially in Florida. Well, starting today, all Walt Disney World guests, two and up, two years old, they're going to make you wear a mask, okay? Uh, All Walt Disney World guests, two and up, will be required to wear masks while indoors and on Disney transportation, including buses, the monorail, and the Disney Skyliner, regardless of vaccination status. They don't care if you had a vaccine. You're wearing a mask. They don't care if you're two. You're wearing a mask. It's Disney World. Can you imagine? You go there wanting to feel good. You spend a lot of money, by the way. It ain't cheap to fly your family to Orlando. And get the tickets to go in there, stay at the hotel there. I went there a long time ago. I thought it was great for my kids. Um, so I, I'm not, I, I think Disney World is one of those places that's actually better than it even needs to be, and people would still be satisfied. I was I was stunned by how amazing the place was. But I, I have no interest in going back, but I don't have little kids. But you take your family to Disney World... And you get there yesterday, and you get up this morning, and you're going to get ready to go to the park and do the things that you do, and they're putting a mask on your two-year-old kid. Now, first of all, I wouldn't take a two-year-old kid to Disney World. Too young. You really shouldn't take your kids there. That's what I found out. Until they're about eight or ten years old, and they can really appreciate it. You could take a five-year-old kid to uh, Idlewild. And he's just as happy there as he would be at Disney World. He's, you know, it's it's an amusement park. But anyway, this is a pretty big deal for a family. You probably, uh, most families who don't have the kind of money to throw around uh, and maybe take a, a, a really expensive vacation once every few years, you said, you know what? They've lifted the mask mandate. It's Florida. Everything's great down there. It's wide open. All the stupidity is gone. Let's go to Disney World. And you get there last night, and you're unpacking, and you, you get the notice. Uh, by the way, you'll all be required to wear masks in all the indoor venues. And that's everywhere. I mean, you, you're outside walking around, but you're going from, most of the time, you're going from one indoor venue to another. So the only time you won't be wearing a mask is when you're walking outside. And believe me, there'll be plenty of people who will feel obligated to wear them outside. So they're doing it at Disney World. It's August 1st on Sunday. We're still... 
talking about this. And, and Disney World is going to torture thousands of people starting today. They're already torturing them. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Congress is trying to extend the nation's eviction moratorium just hours before it's set to expire. It's a long-shot effort to prevent millions of Americans from being forced from their homes during a COVID-19 surge. House Rules Committee Ranking Member Tom Cole of Oklahoma says states need to spend the money Congress already appropriated to help keep people from being evicted. The funds to address this problem have already been appropriated. But instead, the Biden administration and the majority have done nothing. And now we're being asked to take an emergency action to kick the can down the road yet again. But passage is unlikely in the split Congress. More than 3.6 million Americans are at risk of eviction. The moratorium expires on Saturday. On Wall Street, stocks remain lower. The Dow 165 points lower and the Nasdaq off 103. This is SRN News. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Charlie Kirk sees what the left is doing. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We are flagging problematic posts for Facebook. As if Facebook is under the direction of the federal government. The Democrats have decided that they're no longer against corporations. They're just against corporations they can't control. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only 19.95 to see if it will work for you too. Call 800 583384 Have you heard rodents are taking over? According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest-free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pestfree goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair dinkum. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. AM twelve fifty and FM ninety two point five. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer Mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing a solid jam up on the Parkway East outbound, Boulevard of the Allies up to Edgewood Swissvale inbound. That's also a solid jam from Greensburg Pike down to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West, plenty of volume inbound. Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Your delay about 15 minutes. Outbound on 28, busy from Butler Street to the Highland Park Bridge. Baldwin Wagner Avenue shut down with construction between Mountain Avenue and Bex Run Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Mainly clear and cooler tonight. It'll be more comfortable with a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Beautiful start to the weekend. The high 76. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 57. Sunday, partly sunny. A thunderstorm in the afternoon will reach a high Sunday of 77. Monday, some sunshine. The high 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So what's up with um, Vladimir Putin? We don't hear much about him anymore, not with all the talk about the Delta variant, vaccines, masks, and all that stupidity, and the Chinese, but he's still out there and probably up to no good. Rebecca Koffler will tell you that. She escaped from the Soviet Union as a kid and worked uh, for the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. And she's written a book called Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. And uh, Rebecca joins us now. Thanks for being here, Rebecca. Of course. Thank you, John, for having me. So um, what would Putin and Russia defeating America look like? Sure. Uh, Putin and his government have developed an entire strategy that consists of um, several instruments that fall into five different categories. Um, cyber and space are just one of uh, a couple of them. It also includes military capabilities um, and all sorts of other special um, tools called active measures. Ideally, what Putin is aiming for is to destabilize uh, our society with non-military means and subvert it. But if a conflict escalates into the military domain, he's also developing a plan to fight and win war on terms favorable to Russia. Now, um, the whole the, the cyber uh, uh, and uh, space and all that, um, that's uh, and and doing it that way, subverting the, the this culture and all that. That's a pretty mm-hmm. long term goal. It's not going to happen. Is that going to? Is that something he thinks can happen? Not 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 only in his term as uh, run, as the head of the country, but also in his lifetime. I mean, is that is that is that a really long term goal? Um, it, it, it depends. Well, actually, uh, the Russians view cyber as a very unique uh, weapon because they can calibrate what's called the strategic effect. Cyber can uh, cause this, um, degradation of the society, but it can also cause disruption. And it can also cause destruction. It all depends on what uh, he's willing to achieve. We have witnessed uh, recently the shortages that uh, were caused in uh, gasoline and our meat supply um, just by uh, Russia striking our reserves of uh, food supply and gasoline. Um, but if let's say our satellites are uh, attacked that provide uh, communication and all kinds of other services from banking to, um, um, to uh, navigation, you know, we all depend on GPS uh, or God forbid the command and control that our nuclear forces uh, rely on. So uh, those uh, goals can be achieved by putting it, it all depends on Basically, at what stage in the confrontation he believes the um, Ru- the U.S. and Russian relationships are. Yeah, how does he think he can get away with it? I mean, uh, it's he's already uh, people. Uh, you mentioned some of the disruptions already been caused. Most people are mm-hmm. pretty sure he, that the Russians were involved. Is he is he still denying it? Uh, is he saying? I'm sorry, I can't help it. Or is he? I mean, how, how does he? How does he even get away with denying it? Well, he always denies. He's a he's a former KGB officer, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the um, you know the intelligence services, whether it's Russian or American, we never acknowledge um, our you know special operations, whether it's an influence operation that. Um, 
Putin and his government uh, deployed during the 2016 election and uh, ultimately the last three elections um, have been uh, targeted by the Russians. He never, he never acknowledges it or whether it's in Vienna, our diplomat became victim of, victims of the so-called uh, Havana syndrome where they suffered from, you know, headaches, uh, nausea, vertigo, all the way up to uh, brain injury. And um, those capabilities um, are developed specifically not only to uh, frustrate, but also to uh, impact our officers with non-lethal means. So uh, the way that he can get away with it is because our government, unfortunately, is not calling him on that. As we know, not only the Biden administration uh, did not respond to the recent cyber attacks, it hasn't been responding for 20 years. Putin and his government have been sort of have learned that no matter what they do, we won't fight back. We're talking to Rebecca Koffler. She's the uh, author of uh, Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Uh, you mentioned he's a former KBG, KGB. How much is uh, Putin motivated by the collapse of the Soviet Union? He was around when that happened. That is certainly a factor. That's an excellent uh, question, John. Um, so, as we know, uh, Putin was serving as a KGB colonel in East Germany when the Soviet Union collapsed. And he personally uh, was shocked. Um, basically, he is, um, you know, he discusses how he had to burn all of the classified information, how a mob of Eastern Germans uh, were stalking the embassy, and uh, that's just one personal factor. But another factor is that he truly uh, believes that Russia deserves to be what the Russians call the great power. And he stated that the collapse of the Soviet Union was the greatest geopolitical catastrophe of the previous century, and therefore he has determined that he's going to resurrect that great power, and he views America as being the greatest obstacle um, that, that he needs to remove in order to achieve his strategic objectives. And that is why this whole, you know, war plan and uh, with a huge arsenal of all kinds of uh, weapons, both military, non-military, kinetic and non-kinetic. What's uh, what's the uh, aversion to coexistence? I mean, what's wrong with coexisting with the United States? Is he a big fan of the Cold War? He wishes we'd get back to that, where everybody was walking around wondering when the first nuke was going to go off? So here's the beef that, uh, uh, that Putin has with us. Um, Putin would like to establish or reestablish rather dominance in what he perceives Russia's sphere of influence. In other words, the what they call the strategic buffer, countries uh, such as Ukraine, Belarus, Georgia, and others uh, provide security uh, for Russia. They have traditionally for, you know, centuries. And Putin views the United States overtures to these countries to democratize them and to accept them into uh, the Western camp, peeling them off of the Russia's orbit of influence. That is a threat to Russia. And he is the worst scenario um, case thinker, right? He looks long term and he believes sooner or later, given that our uh, geopolitical ambitions on the collision course where we are fighting over the same territories such as Ukraine, you know what's going on right now uh, with the Crimea and all that. So Russia has concluded that war is inevitable and that is why they are preparing for it. That's kind of a scary proposition. They th he thinks that war with the United States is inevitable? Yes, he does. Uh, and not only him, uh, basically what happens is the uh, Russian general staff 
conducts what's called, you know, long-range intelligence forecasting. And it's a very, you know, complicated process. It's more complicated than anything I've seen in our intelligence community. Um, I described it in the book uh, in detail how that works. And that is the conclusion that, that they have arrived because he doesn't believe that without a war, the Americans will give up Putin's hold on his sphere of influence. Those countries that I have um, just uh, described, um, given that uh, the Baltic states, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia, have been admitted into NATO, he perceives that if we were to accept any more countries, that would be even a bigger threat to them. And he's also misinterpreting our intentions. He believes that we are out there to stage another collapse of Russia, akin to that of the USSR, which actually the Russians believe uh, the United States has a hand in, including the CIA. They believe that if it's not, if it were not for our policies, the uh, U.S. policies, targeting Russia, that the United States, uh, that I'm sorry, that the USSR would have never collapsed. Well, what, I mean, I know you're not inside his head, but if, if I were, mm-hmm. if I were interviewing Putin right now, and I knew what you just said to me, Mike, mm-hmm. about what his, um, what his aspirations are, and the fact that he thinks mm-hmm. war is inevitable, my question to him would be, hey, Vlad, uh, what do you think? What would you expect the world to look like at the end of a war between the United States and and Russia? I mean, what would be left to have fun with now that you've taken control of the world if you won? What would what would we be dealing with? That just seems right. Actually, that's um, uh, that's another very good question. And uh, here's um, here's what it looks like. Um, Putin is not. Here's the nuance. Uh, he's not looking to defeat the United States. That is why I specifically use the word defeat. There's a, that's the best translation for uh, the Russian uh, word. Uh, he believes that his strategy is so um, unique and it is designed in order to be calibrated. So he doesn't need to cause destruction necessarily. All he's looking to do is to sort of to keep his position without us meddling in his quote unquote TM influence. And it is only if the United States proceeds peeling off these uh, territories and accepting them into our camp that he will not, he will. Um, raise the ante, so to speak. He would use destructive cyber, space counter space weapon, um, then goes military, then nuclear. And when it comes to nuclear, it's a limited nuclear war. It's no longer like it was during the Cold War. It was a blue um, uh, strike out of the blue sky was expected. Both countries were targeting um, nuclear weapons, um, targeting each other with nuclear weapons. Right now, it's a um, small, limited nuclear war. And this is why President Trump, actually, who understood that strategy, he, unlike some other presidents, he actually listened to his briefings, and he authorized our armed forces to develop low-yield nuclear capability as a counter to that strategy. Unfortunately, many in our national security apparatus don't understand Putin's uh, plan and are not preparing. President Trump actually did. And, and uh, so that's a very important point to understand. And we need to get back to that and take a very firm stance against the Russian government. We're talking to Rebecca Koffler. She uh, is a former member of the, uh, she worked for the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. And her book is Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Um, so, um, 
you write that during the last now you as point out I should point out again that you uh, were in the so were born in the Soviet Union and escaped. Uh, you write that during the right. last few years you've increasingly felt like you were back in the USSR. Why? Oh my goodness! It really, really uh, scares me, John. Why? Well, uh, first of all, because there's this uh, absolutely ridiculous idea of socialism that our government, specifically the Biden administration, it, uh, keeps pushing on people, and socialism is uh, all he ca- all it causes is economic destruction. Basically, they want equality for everybody, but what happens is everybody is equally poor. We had a lot of free stuff in the Soviet Union, but there was nothing was available unless you were in the, in the government, in the Communist Party. So, because the system simply doesn't produce. Do you really believe that uh, people like uh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are going to um, invest all these, you know, um, resources in the R&D and they're going to work so hard and be creative if they knew that the government is going to take everything. So, no. Um, and the other thing, obviously, is all the indoctrination that is going on in our schools, the critical race theory and things like that. I, I basically find myself uh, today telling my children the same words, ironically, that my mom told me, which, which was, do not believe Everything that your teachers teach you, do not believe everything you hear on TV, and do not share your views uh, with anybody about, you know, what your family thinks and things like that. And right now with all this cancel culture, I I feel like, you know, people being fired, people being, you know, deplatformed, you know, expelled from jobs, schools, etc. It just completely gives me a flashback, you know, to the USSR. What do you think um, Putin thinks of when he sees Joe Biden? I mean, Putin's a guy who takes his shirt off in public and likes to show off his physique. He plays hockey. He's a real physical guy. Uh, Joe Biden falls up the stairs to to uh, U.S. to to the Air Force One. I mean, uh, what what does that right. what's that message that uh, that Vlad's getting? Unfortunately for us, uh, uh, John Putin and his intelligence services have uh, assessed Biden as uh, weak, not only in terms of uh, his policies, but also physically, um, to the point where they believe that um, our chief executive is cognitively impaired. (laughs) That's Um, nice. So, and that gives them a sense that they can manipulate him. And truly, if you, you know, you see Joe Biden and his administration were the first ones to reach out uh, to the Russians to have the summit in um, Geneva, right? Uh, Putin came to the summit and he basically made a mockery out of Biden and out of the United States. And our president chose to just give free reign to Putin by not uh, having a joint press conference. So Putin, if you listen to his um, press conference, he insulted the United States uh, left and right. And uh, again, you know, now that Putin is uh, waging another war against our uh, intelligence officers and government officials by targeting them with direct um, energy weapons, uh, Biden again is uh, directing our national security officials to sit down with the Russians and talk about nuclear arms control. That's another absolutely absurd idea, given what I just told you about Russia envisioning a limited nuclear war. So they want to hamstring us uh, by whatever treaty. And they've broken every treaty. You know this. Right, right. right. You know, the, the President Trump, that's why President Trump wanted to get out of all these treaties, because the Russians broke it. So what's the point? Rebecca, I'm, I'm out of time. I, I wish I could go on longer, okay. but I, I'm up against a hard break here. Uh, Rebecca Koffler, the book is Putin's Playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Some scary, interesting stuff there, Rebecca. Thank you. Got it. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
This is John Stoggerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the storage, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at my pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. If you're attacked by a bear, a dog will throw himself into the mouth of a bear to save you. Dogs are dogs. They pour out their love onto you. Before long, you can't live without them. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur. He's about 120 pounds, and his name is Arlo. My little cocker, her coat's as soft as a stuffed animal. They're both real soft coats, and my dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. We'll be scooping our Dynavite onto the food, then squirting the liquid chops and the fish oil. They start salivating. Dynavite is nutrition. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. It's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. I get my Dynavite at com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, uh, when our last guest was talking about how uh, Putin might be viewing Joe Biden and uh, his weakness, I thought of this. This happened today. Uh, he was doing some kind of a, a meeting with the media, and uh, he had something on his chin. And so, he, uh, he wiped it off and then ate it, whatever it was. But a, a, a photographer named Andrew Hannock actually took a picture of a note that Biden had in front of him that, so, that somebody from his staff had handed him. And it said, <laughs> sir, there is something on your chin. And then he, whatever it was, he took it off. And Just imagine Putin doing that. And then there's this real quick. They asked uh, somebody, somebody asked Hunter Biden just the other day, just today, I guess it was, about the people who are coming after the prices of the work that he's done, how the, the art prices, uh, the, the prices for the pe- paintings. And this is what Hunter said on the podcast. Bleep them. Only he didn't say bleep. Other than that, it's been a really impressive Biden presidency up to this point. I'll talk to you on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.